Bonjour. Bonjour. <laughs> we are still in Paris, living our best lives, and we are having so much fun, you guys. Hopefully, you're following along on our Instagram and our TikTok because we've been posting so much. All the things. Um, All the Paris things we've been dreaming a of. A dream. Mm-hmm. Truly. So. Truly, truly. But we will have a full recap for you guys, actually, I think next episode. Yeah. Um. So you'll get all the tea, everything in that episode because I know I feel you like guys are too. We'll do that. we'll do like a question box. That way, if you guys have any questions about the trip, Ooh, we can answer idea. it in that episode too. Because I feel like we've gotten a lot of questions, and with this trip, I've already had girls asking about when the next one is. Like they're already having FOMO, like they want to do another mm-hmm. trip. So. We can kind of talk about that as well, but yeah, so we'll put up question boxes for you guys. If you have any questions about anything Paris related or anything we're doing, put it in that box and then we'll talk about it all next episode. That's where we'll spill all the Paris tea. Yes. So if we don't stay another week, which honestly, kind of manifesting still. Um, you never know what could happen. You never know. It, you two never weeks know. already feels really quick. Like I'm already like yes. I'm already like missing the trip, even though yeah. So you know? yeah, like still still down to stay. So we might try to make that happen. I don't know. We'll see. But okay, so this week's replay is how to do Instagram. It's, yeah, it's how to take Instagram full time as an influencer. We're also sharing, if you guys haven't listened to this episode, because this was actually episode number three, which was oh, so wow. long ago in the beginning of, yeah, in the beginning of 2021. And it's, I don't know, I feel like this is a really good episode because we talk about our separate journeys taking Instagram like our full time. Like stories and yeah. how like, they're so different. Mm-hmm. They're super different. I feel like for me personally, I love hearing people's journey how yeah. on how they took Instagram full time and created a business out of it. So it's just so I hope inspiring. you guys enjoy it. So yeah. we hope to inspire some of you guys if you are wanting to take the leap or you're thinking about it or you've never even considered it, but you just kind of want to hear what it's like. I feel like it's a good insight into that, and we love sharing our story with you guys. So. Hopefully you guys enjoy this episode again if you are an OG and have been Mm -hmm. listening since the beginning because we definitely know a lot of you are and we appreciate and love you guys. But of course, we have a ton of new listeners as well. So if you haven't been able to go back and kind of go through the episodes, then this is a really, really good one. And it's one of our like highest rated ones too. Yes. So... Hope you guys enjoy. Again, we miss you guys. We wish all of you could be in Paris with us. Next time we do a trip, <laughs> maybe we that'll hope happen. So many of you can come. And yes. yeah, but enjoy this episode and we will see you guys next week. Bye, guys. I mean, au revoir, guys. <laughs> Bye. Hey guys, welcome to the Influence Community. My name is Alyssa. And I'm Danielle. And we're here to spill the tea about all things influencing. We're keeping it real and sharing all aspects of the industry while teaching real skills you need to be successful in this space. We're going to be talking about pitching, media kits, rates, how to land your dream collaborations, negotiate your rates, get paid what you deserve, and more. The influencing industry is a growing industry and it is here to stay. And we hope you'll follow along with us on this journey and become a part of the influence community what's up guys (laughs) oh my gosh if they only knew what was going on before we started recording these struggles we have struggles every single time okay episode three we're finally recording after another 30 minutes of trying to figure this stuff out but it's fine we're getting slightly better each time yeah we walk into this podcast studio this lovely lovely podcast studio it's It's called femex and um we just have to every time i like peep my head out and i'm like 
can you guys help us? Because we like do it's something like wrong every so time. It's embarrassing. Fine. But anyways, welcome to the Influence Community Podcast. This is episode three where we're going to be talking about how we took our Instagram full-time as influencers. Let's dive in. Let's just get this thing going since it's already taken yeah, us some time. Really. Danielle, what influenced you this past week? Um... Yes. So, okay. Really quick background. If you guys listened to our (laughs) previous two, we start off by saying what influenced us this week. Um, can be anything mine this week. Wait, what is mine this week? I forgot. I had like a, Oh, mine this week was podcasts and really like sounds really broad and like kind of lame, but like, I've just been loving listening to other people's podcasts. I've been really inspired by people being so willing to share so much information, um, about like so many different topics. Like I just listened to one all about how to start a podcast from the okay sis podcast. And that was super helpful. Just like a lot of good information out there. I feel like I've been spending most of my time listening to podcasts instead of music lately, but switching in and out between the JB album (laughs) and podcasts. So I, that's what I've been influenced by. What about you? I feel like I just always have such a hard time coming up with an answer. But then after we finish recording and like we're driving home, I'm always like, oh, I should have said this. But I think for me this week, I've been just influenced by Pinterest in general. It's a place where I go for a lot of inspiration, whether Mm -hmm. it's locations or outfits or just general aesthetic or vibes or anything like that. Like Pinterest, I feel like really influences me. And if I don't know... Or if I feel a little lost, sometimes I'll go to Pinterest and kind of just scroll around there. And I feel and like it's... find myself. Yeah, <laughs> I find myself in Pinterest. And I think it's cool because, like, sometimes when you scroll through, like, TikTok aimlessly, you don't really feel like you've gained a lot right. from it. But I feel like it's the opposite for me with Pinterest is when I'm scrolling, I see a bunch of, like, motivational quotes or, like, really inspiring, like, outfits or, you know, designers or just beautiful locations that inspire my content. So... I'm gonna just shout out Pinterest this yeah, week because I, I feel like you know Pinterest is the real one and I feel like a lot of people don't really like use it to its full advantage yeah. and I definitely want to like be more consistent on it so Pinterest I love for that. sure I think I totally agree with you in the sense where I definitely feel inspired after being on Pinterest and not at all once I'm <laughs> hours into TikTok so yeah so okay cool so that those are our influences this week so we are going to dive into our episode now and just talk about how we each went full-time because it's a very different story for both of us and I think that's what's important is like everyone's journey is so different in this industry and so it doesn't help to compare each other and yeah so I feel like should we just dive in do you want to go first yeah let's dive in I like love this topic so much I know when we could talk I, forever yeah, about this when before I actually did go full-time I would want to know everyone's stories like I was just like was so curious about everyone's stories because I just felt like in the beginning it wasn't something that was attainable for me and I just always thought like oh like that's so amazing for them but like that could never be me like I'm not gonna like take a risk like you know I grew up with a family who was really into like you know financial security and kind of like following that nine to five life and you know I grew up in like a cookie cutter neighborhood in the suburbs of San Diego (laughs) so um yeah but my dad was always all but my dad was always really entrepreneurial. So I always like saw that side in him. He actually like quit his job for two years and tried to start up something, um, which was really, really cool to see. So I think that's like where I started getting like my entrepreneurial thoughts. Um, but yeah, me and Alyssa have pretty different stories, um, going into mine. Um, so I started and, I kind of went over like how I started in our first episode. So go listen to that if you want to, but literally like long story short, I just started in college, um, my junior year of college. That's when I started. And then I graduated college with my marketing degree. I worked at a full time, like nine to five marketing ad agency, um, for two years and I was doing Instagram on the side. Um, I never really thought I would be able to do Instagram full time because, um, 
I don't know. That was just like my limiting belief. I just thought once again, I was not one of those girls. And I'm sure there's a lot of people who can relate to that because it's such a like relatable thing that like everyone thinks about. I don't know. It just like doesn't seem like something that you can reach. You like used to have like a hundred K or like that's what it seemed like to be able to go full time. Yeah. So like I kept thinking like, oh, once I hit like 50K and then like I would hit these milestones and I'm like, wait, like when does this happen? And then I realized at some point like, okay, I need to make it happen for myself. I feel like I kept seeing signs and like finally like Alyssa um, was like, okay, like I've been talking to Alyssa about this so much. We kept like talking in like future tense of like when I quit my job, we can go here. When I quit my job, we can go here and like all this stuff. And it kind of just like, I was like, okay, I'm like finally ready to take the leap. Like, yeah, I don't have a full-time income and I want to emphasize that like when I quit my full-time job, I did not like have a full-time like secure income with Instagram. Um, every month is different and some months you can make $0 and some months you can like literally make like triple what I would make in my salary job. It's so different, but you kind of just have to believe in yourself and believe in the process and like work really hard to pitch yourself and put yourself out there and create opportunities for yourself. So once I realized that, um, I was just so ready to take the leap. I was literally crying every single day. Not even kidding. Um, Josh, my boyfriend knew I was so miserable. Um, kind of everyone around me like knew I was because I feel like I was just crying to like my friends and family. Um, so Alyssa, like, one day was like, okay, you need to put in your phone. You're going to put in your two weeks on November 1st. This was, like, a month before November 1st. Sorry, this, this story is kind of long, so I hope you guys are strapped in for this story time. But, um, so I think I did that in, like, October, and then I was like, okay, I'll put it in my calendar, even though I know I'm going to be disappointed when November 1st comes along. I didn't really think much of it. Like I wasn't making any huge strides to like make November 1st happen. I mean, I was also trying to start my agency on the side and I guess like that was me making moves, but I didn't have any clients or anything. I was just like having this idea in my head that I was going to make this agency. Oh, and then the drama happened where your boyfriend was oh laid my God, off. Right. And okay, yeah, this was all in October, which is like so this much is just so weird. Yeah, I'm just like uh, now it's not gonna happen. I know. Okay, so yeah, and my boyfriend Josh <laughs> got laid off of his full time job, which was so unexpected. His company just like cut certain programs, and his like job was one of them. Um, so that happened and I was like, oh my gosh, okay, well now this is going to be pushed back. November 1st is definitely not realistic because I don't think my boyfriend and I should both not be unemployed. Um, so that was put on the back burner. I was kind of still working on the agency, kind of like accepting, like I'm going to be working full time for a little bit longer. Um, by the end of the month, like literally like all in the same week approaching November 1st, he, my my boyfriend Josh got this insane offer at an amazing company and he it was kind of just like whoa like things happen so fast and like that was kind of like a sign because I was like okay like yeah we things both just like, like started falling yeah. into place very quickly and unexpectedly totally and then I went and my parents were never super accepting of it like obviously they want me to be happy but they also more importantly like want me to be comfortable as like all parents do but we went into we went on a trip randomly like my family and his family into the mountains and like that's where I thought of the name with them and they just became so accepting of it where I had like their 100% approval so I went for it I quit my job on Monday which happened to be November 1st which is literally bizarre just everything fell into place um it felt like it was meant to be kept seeing 1111 and um yeah that's kind of like the story I feel like it could go on and on but what um, follower count were you at um good question I think I know I hit 50k like in March of last year so probably like a little over yeah so maybe like 55k or something I want to say um but when Alyssa tells her story you will realize that follower account really like does not play a big part in this um but yeah so I quit my job and I won 
thousand percent can honestly say I will never look back. Like I, oh my God, I'm just so happy. I thought I was going to regret my decision, but I've already created so many amazing opportunities for myself. Me and Alyssa have got to do really cool things so and many it's things. just getting started. And when you have people like, you know, Alyssa is like my person who is like this, but when you're around people like this, like you create opportunities together and it's just like amazing to feel supported and like chasing the same kind of dream. But yeah, anyways, um, so I quit my job, started doing this full time. And then I started my agency. I got clients like quicker than I expected and everything I feel like has just really fallen into place. So I hope you guys aren't sick of me talking, but yeah, that's kind of my story. And here we are now. Yeah, that's a really, really good story. So I'll dive into mine. Mine is very, very different. Yeah. Um, okay, so I graduated college in 2016 and then I moved to San Diego shortly after and I was a manager at a retail store at the mall and that's what I had been doing in college too part-time and then I kind of um, climbed up the ladder became manager and then I was running the highest volume store in San Diego and my employees would always be on Instagram on their breaks and I would just be like oh my gosh like who's that like how many followers do they have and like all these girls at SDSU like had like 20k and I was like oh my gosh that would be so cool and like mind you at this time I think I had like 500 followers yeah and I was like oh my god that'd be so cool to be Instagram famous like I want free clothes like what a life that's so cool and that's literally all I thought of it and then a little bit later, I kind of just started posting outfit photos randomly just for fun to see if I could do anything with it. And I remember this t-shirt company reached out to me and I just had such a freak out moment. I was like, oh my God, this brand wants to send me two free t-shirts and all I have to do is post on my feed. And then I was like telling my boyfriend that and he was like, no way, like brands don't do that. And I'm like, yeah. And I like showed him and he was like freaking out too. Cause he totally didn't so understand true. social media at the time. So it was kind of like a surreal moment, but like very eye opening. And I was like, oh my gosh, maybe I should keep doing this. So I kept doing it as like a side hobby. And I ended up leaving my retail job and going into the outside sales sector in the eyewear industry. And I was really excited about the job. If you know, like sales, usually when you are in outside sales, you have the potential to make six figures and make really good money. And so I thought that's what I was walking into. But unfortunately, it just wasn't that. I feel like we were promised way more than what we got. And it was very unfortunate. And I just felt like I really wasn't set up for success. And we like went through this whole onboarding process with the company and you know, we were let go into our territories and I was doing everything that I was asked, what I was told. I was out, you know, in the territory, working it, getting new clients, managing existing relationship relationships, yada, yada, that whole thing. And I just like, wasn't like, I don't know how to really say it. I just like, wasn't being paid as I should being an outside sales rep. So that got a little frustrating and I was continuing to pursue my Instagram. I was trying to take on more opportunities and I, um, went to my sister's graduation in Arizona in 2019. And that's when they called me and they let me go. <laughs> so um, it was kind Meant of expected. Yeah. A hundred percent. Like they just weren't there for me and I knew that. And so it was just kind of one of those things where when you're working for a company and you know, you're replaceable and they kind of make it seem that way. Like if they're listening to this hi. yeah, <laughs> probably not, but it's fine. That's, that's what it was. And so they let me go and I was kind of sad because I had such high hopes for it and I was really, really excited about the opportunity. It just wasn't what I thought it was going to be in the end and I had been building my Instagram up at the time too and at the time I was at 20K, I remember. I wrote a whole blog post. I was like going full time at 20K and yeah, it wasn't like technically my choice, but I was ready and that's what I wanted and that's yeah. what I was manifesting. So I wasn't that sad when I was let go. I was like, wow, like here it is. The universe is yeah. presenting me with this opportunity. It's time to take advantage of it. And 
once we got back from my sister's graduation, I just started hustling and working really hard because I was like, I have to make this happen. And I'm so happy. Like Danielle said, like I would never change anything. This was like the best thing to ever happen to me. I'm so happy. And my family or anyone will ask like, Oh, like if you could do anything in life, what would you do? Or what does your dream life look like? And honestly, I truly can say like, I'm living it. Like I'm doing my dream. I'm living my dream. Like I absolutely a hundred percent love every, well, most aspects of this job, you know, but yeah, so I went full time at 20 K and my boyfriend, he's also self-employed and he has his own tech business. He's a software developer. So he was super encouraging of it. He really wanted me to be my own boss and kind of live that life because he had been doing it for a while and just, he was so happy with it. He hated corporate America as well. So yeah, he was so supportive and Ever since then, March 2019, I've been doing it and growing and learning along the way. And it's just been literally the best journey. I've, I mean, we've both gotten so many opportunities that we wouldn't have had otherwise, like in terms of just events and travels and brands that you shopped at in college, you now like partner with and work with and get paid by. And never in a million years did you think that was like a possibility or even a thing, which is so crazy. So like Danielle said, I could literally go on and talk about it forever because I'm just like so passionate about it. And, but yeah, that's kind of my story. I was kind of like pushed into it a little more, but did it at 20 K and I'm still doing it now. And so if you're thinking about joining the industry or wanting to pursue, you know, full-time content creation at any point, it's definitely possible. Like Mm -hmm. anyone can do it. You don't have to really have a specific follower account. And we'll kind of dive more into specifics into this episode. So we'll just talk about that now. But yeah, if you want to do it, freaking do it because I best decision ever. Literally. I remember like right before I quit my job, like I feel like I was frantically looking for signs and like looking for like, okay, like if this happens, like then I can quit my job, whatever. And then I saw this quote and it was like, if you're looking for a sign, Literally, that is I was just going to say, if you're looking for signs, like and that's like, that like hit me so hard. I was like, oh my God, you're so right. Cause I feel like we both had like weird things that just like lined up, like yeah. that like led to us like eventually like quitting our job and going full time. But like if you don't have that, but you're looking for that, like if you're like searching for signs, like that is your sign and you'll know if you're ready because truly like I did not feel ready before. Like I was just scared. I don't know. I feel I know, like I, I wasn't remember, in the right mental I kept like space. telling you, I was like, you can get a part-time job. Like yeah. you can work at a coffee shop. You could work at like a local yeah. like clothing boutique. If you feel like you'll be more comfortable with that by just having like a small paycheck coming in weekly, just so you like are okay mentally like you can do that and you're like you're right like you're right I'll just do that and then you didn't need to do that I know I never (laughs) needed to do that and I don't think I'm ever going to do that on wood but like seriously I thought I was gonna have a full part-time job I was applying to so many part-time jobs didn't get any of them because they would like fill up quickly because this was like in the time of like COVID and like there were so many people who were unemployed that was a sign in itself like thank god I didn't get hired um but that's always a possibility so it's like yeah you are stressed out about that like you do have skills you are valuable so it's like if you want to give it a shot and try it do it and if you don't love it or it's not for you or you just don't like it like you can always get a new job yeah and if you guys have like specific questions like I think I've said this before it's kind of hard for us to dive into specific things because like it's so like second nature to us so um we're happy to like go on specifics about the details about you know, going full time and like how to do it, but we're going to cover a lot of points in this podcast or in this episode. So, all right, yeah. let's, let's dive into the nitty let's gritty. So in. here we go. Our first topic is going to be budget. And I think this is probably the most important thing you want to do before or while you're considering going full time is you want to figure out all your monthly expenses. So all your bills like rent, your car insurance, your car payment, your cell phone bill, your grocery bills. If you give yourself like a shopping allowance, your health insurance. So you just want to make sure that you know what you need to be making as a baseline, if that makes sense. So you would add all your expenses together and that's the amount you have to be able to make be making so you can compare that to like your current collaborations right now and seeing if you're hitting that otherwise you can set goals for that 
So yeah, so making sure all your deals are covering that. And then you also want to have a good savings. I would probably recommend having about three to six months of savings, you know, just in case it goes really badly. It probably won't, but it's a cushion and I think it'll help you feel more comfortable when you are making that leap, if you do have that cushion and you won't be so stressed out, like trying to make it month to month right when you start, if that makes sense. Yeah. I was like so confused because people would say like, have like your savings and like, you know, have savings, blah, blah, blah. But like, I was like, okay, but what is that number? Like I was so fixed on like, okay, but like, what are you guys saving? Like, I need to know, but it's different for everyone. And it's truly like literally the bare minimum like payments that you need to make plus like food yeah um groceries for four to six months I'd say um and I think I had I mean I definitely had that so I felt comfortable enough and I wasn't like with Instagram you don't have a for sure paycheck so like if you're getting a good amount of brand deals slash like figuring out what else you can do um to make that money and I guess that goes into our next point with like multiple streams of income um just you know making sure Instagram isn't your only stream of income I mean that is so important like do not put all your eggs in Instagram's basket so so important because we've talked about this on Clubhouse so much. I'm sure we've mentioned it in a previous episode, but you know, Instagram could literally go away tomorrow and then what would you have? So you want to make sure yeah. that you're, you know, doing multiple things that you can support yourself with just in case Instagram just so happened to disappear, you know? Yeah, and that can even just be like different social media channels. Um, for me and Alyssa, Alyssa has a trendy hair accessory business. Um, and then I have an agency, which has been really, you know, it really calms me on the months where I make zero dollars, which has happened, um, this past March. It was a rough (laughs) month for us both. Um, let me tell you, but it happens and it's okay and we survived and we're still here. April is like, 100% better already and like it's just like understanding that you're gonna have bad months you're gonna have good months but that's kind of just comes with like you know the entrepreneurial title the entrepreneur title um so yeah having multiple streams of income um definitely calms your nerves and it also just like gives you a safety net as well yeah some examples of that is just things like you know selling your clothes as bloggers and influencers we get a lot of gifted product And there's just no way we can keep it all. That would be so crazy. And you don't want to like, obviously just let it sit in your closet and just let it go to waste. So either, you know, donating or selling to like Buffalo Exchange or selling on Poshmark. You can also create any coaching or courses. You can offer coaching or create courses if you feel like you're an expert in a certain subject. You can do content creation for brands. So instead of posting on your own social media, you can create content for brands to post on their socials. Um, You can just do the typical collaborations like we do. And then you could create your own presets. You can sell them. Like Danielle, you can have clients. You can set up affiliate programs like Amazon, Reward Style. And whenever people shop through your links, you make commission. And if you can get a lot of people to do it, then it like will definitely add up. So those are just a few of the ways that you can have multiple streams. I'm sure there are so many more things There's out so there many, you yeah. can do, but... You just have to get creative and it definitely helps. Like I know sometimes on Poshmark, I can make like $500 a month. Yeah. Some months are really slow, but you know, when you do have that extra cash on the side, it makes you feel better. Yeah, totally. It does. So yeah, so that's just a good reminder is multiple streams of income. It's so important, you know, especially like with other platforms like TikTok now, you know, people making money through collaborations there or through the creator marketplace or whatever they call it having that or having youtube you know i'm trying to get there with my youtube but i don't have enough subscribers yet i think you need like a thousand so i'm at 600 something so go follow me on youtube help you girl out um but yeah so multiple streams of income is probably the second biggest thing after budgeting and making sure you can hit those expenses but yeah. The next one is taxes. And I feel like we just want to touch on this because t- 
taxes as a self-employed person, they're so different Mm -hmm. than just your typical W-2, fill out TurboTax at the end of the year, and you're done. So you just want to be prepared throughout the year. So my personal recommendation is to get a tax accountant. Not everyone has it. Some people do it themselves. I think, Danielle, you're still... Yeah, I'm going to have to get one this year. Uh, this is my last year filling out like my W-2 for my full-time job since um, by the time this episode comes out, it's going to be past tax season. But um, yeah, so last year I had my full-time job. So this year I'm going to get a tax accountant. I think it's just going to stress me out. But um, yeah, I think yeah. it just makes it a lot easier and they know what they're talking about and they know what they're doing and they help you they save, save money. money. Yeah. So it's totally worth it. And just because, you know, like we said, being self-employed makes things a little more complicated. And then I would also recommend registering yourself as a business. Um, there's a lot of kind of liabilities behind it. I'm personally an S corp and you're, I'm a- I'm registered as an LLC. Yeah, and I think either way is fine. You just have to research and do what's best for you. They both just have different tax benefits, different Mm -hmm. fees involved. Um, Yeah, and that's just like what my tax accountant had recommended for me. So that's what I did, and that's what my boyfriend is set up as too. So, I mean, I feel like we could get into the nitty-gritty, but... Maybe we can do a whole episode on taxes or something. Yeah. So, yeah, there's just different benefits to it. So you just have to pick what works best for you, and I recommend just talking to an accountant about it. Another thing to do is get an EIN number. Um, Wow. I'm, like, blanking on what it stands for. Employee Identification Number. Yeah. There we go. (laughs) Um, And that's great because when you're filling out your W-9 forms, you don't have to fill in your Social Security number, which is great. Yeah. Because, you know, you're emailing it to brands, you're sending it over the internet, and then you don't want to be sharing your social everywhere, too, because if your email were to get hacked, you know, then they have that number. So it's a great way to protect yourself, and you actually don't have to have an LLC or anything to have that like anyone can go register for one so I would highly recommend it it's an EIN number so another thing that you do is you will fill out W-9s for brands as a contractor and then at the end of tax season you'll receive a 1099 instead of your typical W-2 when you work for like a corporation or just a regular nine to five job. So you'll want to kind of keep track of those forms. But the great benefit of all of this, I would say, are the write-offs. When you're a lifestyle blogger or in that realm, you can write off so many things. Yeah, like like down, I mean, okay, it kind of depends on who your tax accountant is because this is such a new industry, but it is very much so a business. It's a job. We're doing it full time and we have to buy things for this full time. And so if you are buying things like Clothes, props, if you're posting like them and equipment, like actually, yeah, like, like photo that's all equipment, backdrops, photo stands, tripods, Things like that, laptops, podcast equipment, you know, those are all business write-offs because they're for the business. So I feel like we could go through a whole list of things too. But one note is that if you are doing like a business meal or a business dinner, you cannot write off the alcohol purchase. Just a note. good to know. (laughs) Yeah, so there's that. And then another tip is paying monthly or quarterly taxes based off your income projections. I think this is important because you don't want to wait till the end of the year and then have to owe a huge lump sum because I feel like that's really scary and stressful. Yeah. And it's kind of like a lot to like take in, I, I guess. Like it like helps regulate or mod I don't know what the right word is. But yeah, I just no. think it's like really smart to do because that way you just stay on top of it and it's not as stressful when tax season comes. And then if you've been paying more and you didn't make as much, you'll get some money back. Or if you made more than you thought, you'll just have to owe a little more instead of owing like thousands of dollars, which yeah. has definitely happened to people that we know. So I recommend just making sure you're taking care of that once you go full-time. And then lastly is to open a business account at your bank. Um, I personally track my expenses that way. And so it's anytime I make a business purchase, I use my business card. And that way I can keep track of all my expenses and everything just 
because I don't, I need to start keeping receipts, but I know I don't really. And I just use like my bank statement because that's, that's like, like a track such it. an easier way at the end of yeah. the year. Like I just now opened my business account and I'm, I, you know, I'm going to cut it real close to this tax deadline. Your girl still, it is the 13th. Still haven't done my taxes. Going to do that tonight, but it's like, I'm so dreading going through my bank statements because I didn't have like a separate account, which you don't need to. It just like makes things harder if you're not like really tracking everything down in an Excel I spreadsheet. I feel like once you go full time though, you should probably yeah do it just you for should, like for sure legal stuff and legitimate, you know, business practices to look back on. But yeah. yeah. And then, cause I have two separate accounts. So I have one for like my blogging, like fashionably surfed. And then I have one for summer oh, buns. Really? So I like, like use credit cards. Mm-hmm. Well, they're not oh. credit cards. They're debit cards. Oh. Um, so that when I make purchases, I like that. for summer buns, if it's like, I don't know, like for a photo shoot, if I need products or if I'm purchasing product or whatever, then I'll use that card for that. And then I track those expenses that way. Okay. And then if I have blogging, then I will set up and use the blogging card. That way I keep all my expenses completely separate. Okay. Question for you. (laughs) Do you have two separate EINs or do you use one? For blogging and summer. Yeah, plans. because I because I have everything under Alyssa Larson Incorporated oh, right. and then I have my DBAs okay. and I have a card per DBA. Okay. Which is that two. makes more sense. I don't know if you can do that with LLCs. Um I think you can. Maybe look into it or talk to yeah. your bank or see what they say. But for me, I'm just like a very visual person and it helps me just stay yeah, organized and keep really everything separate. Because if I like buy something for summer buns, but I use fashionably surfed money, I have to like move that money into summer buns account so that I like remember why that expense like was what it was. Okay. I don't know. I need to do that. I think <laughs> that makes a so. lot more sense. So yeah, that's kind of our tidbits on budget. It's probably a lot to take in. So feel free to re-listen and take notes or DM us if you guys have any questions. But budgeting is huge, especially as young adults. I think it's important that we're saving for our future and investing in our future and setting ourselves up for success and not just kind of accidentally breaking the law because I get so scared about that. Yeah, so I think... With all of that information, that's kind of the nitty-gritty, boring stuff, but now we can dive into the lighter topics of what it's like being full-time and what to really um, prioritize and focus on, so take it away. (laughs) Okay, so our next point is kind of like mental health slash happiness. Um, Something to note is like if you... it Okay, social media, doing this full-time, it's so exciting, but at the end of the day you really need to make sure that this is something that you're really, really passionate about. And on those months where you could potentially be making zero dollars in the whole month, will you still be happy with your job? Because that's like a hard realization. And there was a point like last year, I, my answer was a hard no, like, but because I just wasn't in the right mindset, I think, um, I wasn't ready to do it. Like two years ago, I would be freaking out and my answer would hundred percent be no, I wouldn't be still happy. Like doing this job, making $0 a month. Like I would freak out. But at this point in my life, like I'm so passionate about it. I'm hundred percent confident that I can do it. I know I can make it work and, um, I have other streams of income. I really like set myself up. So yeah, that answer would be yes for me. Um, and I think it's also just really important to like be realistic with yourself and make sure that this is a career that you are a hundred percent passionate about because burnout is so real. Um, and it's, you know, it's hard and you need to, you can definitely take breaks, but it is very hard to come back from a break. So that is something to keep in mind. Yeah. And I know we've talked about this a little bit, or like we talk about it with each other, like we would still do do this job, even if it didn't pay because we're so passionate about it. And we would rather do this job and get paid 30 K a year than do a different job. That's like nine to five work for someone else and make six figures. Like 100%. I would rather work for myself and make less money and just be happy 
happier and be following my passion and doing what I love and building something for myself than like building someone else's dream if that makes sense yeah totally yeah we're definitely on the same page with that so just be realistic with yourself don't jump into anything that you're not super ready for and 100 percent passionate yeah, about definitely plan for sure don't just like you know one day decide quit your job yeah you know all that and I think it's okay too like this isn't for everyone and if it's not something you want to do full-time like that's okay like you don't have to feel pressure to do it if all your friends are doing it like you don't have to do it if you don't love it as much and I think that's important because if you don't have the right mindset or the headspace and you try to force it I don't think it's gonna work out or it's just gonna be a lot more stressful and not as fun and then it kind of takes out the joy in it and then you won't love it you know as much as you would want to yeah and this is also we're really just talking to the people like you know who do want to take this full time but also talking to the people like who are doing this part-time and are perfectly happy like you can 100% just keep this as your side hustle um but yeah I don't know I just want to make that clear like this can totally just be a side hustle as well um but if you're super passionate about it we obviously highly recommend like taking that leap yeah and I think another big thing is to not compare your journey like me and Danielle talked about our journeys are so different and our experiences have been so different and it's like no one has the same journey or experience so there's no point in even trying to compare or be like you know she went full-time at this like how come I can't do it like you never know people's financial situations and I feel like people aren't very transparent about it either like you know someone they could be married and their husband could be paying for everything and they don't have to work but they choose to do this full-time because they can and they have that financial freedom and that's okay there's nothing wrong with that but you know if you look at it through the Instagram lens and you see that you're just like oh my gosh how does she do that or like say you live in New York and you have really expensive rent like exactly then that's a little harder too so it's like everyone has different circumstances no one's journey is the same being you is your biggest power and I see that quote all the time so it's just like really really remember that like write it down somewhere like you're on your own journey this is your experience and that's what makes it so cool yeah I think yeah like Alyssa said there was a time like maybe two to three years ago especially when like YouTube was so big like I always thought like everyone's journey was the same like once you hit x amount of followers like you get the same money as everyone else or like you know things like that but it's so different I think people are being a lot more transparent about it and that's also why we wanted to make this podcast to just you know get that word out there and be more transparent about the industry yeah we want to talk about this we want to talk about the money and like what it looks like and how to make it happen and I just think you know as a reminder that you know everyone makes different money everyone has different rates and that could be a whole nother episode too yeah. we could go down that but yeah anyways don't compare your journey you're special and that like leads right into our next one is just work really freaking hard yeah work very hard and a lot of the day like it honestly still kind of feels like we do work quote-unquote like nine to five because we are doing like admin work computer work for a huge majority of the day (laughs) I feel like I work like nine to nine yeah (laughs) it doesn't stop because you're obviously like your own boss and you can make your own schedule which um that schedule runs really late but and the time is nice because you can like do things in the middle of the yeah, day. Yeah, exactly. Want. Like if you have to Shoot. get your nails done or you have to go to the grocery store, you can go at times where like not a lot of people are there, so you don't have to wait or it's not as busy. So those are kind of like the perks of doing it. And then you can go back to work, you know, do your admin stuff from like 7 to 10 p.m. And I feel like a lot of people strive to have that. And it's such a fulfilling, like, feeling to love what you do and like maybe sometimes I work too much (laughs) and it's like hard to draw that line but I think like at the end of the day it's like I love it it makes me happy I love the hustle and yeah it's just fulfilling because it's like the hard work that you're doing is actually benefiting yourself and you're just building your own business up and you're not you know building someone else's dreams and business up like it's your own business your own self and no one can take that away from you ever if you're willing to put in the work so yeah working hard having a good work ethic being pretty organized um those are all really important things to you know be on this journey to becoming a full-time influencer or even just like bettering yourself as a full-time influencer um 
think like a lot of the work just in a quick synopsis of like what we do during the day you know you're pitching yourself you're creating your media kit editing your media kit editing content submitting content negotiating your rates yeah <laughs> negotiating rates like going back negotiating and forth contracts <laughs> yeah reading contracts sending out contracts like there's just so much that goes into it and I just feel like obviously not everyone realizes and I'm not saying like oh my god it's so hard and it's so much work but um there is like definitely just don't be shocked when you yeah. like do it and then you yeah you're like oh my gosh what is happening and I think yeah. that's what's cool about doing it part-time is you do get a taste of like what it is like for time and sometimes you know some people need structure when they start to really make sure they stay on top of things like I kind of have realized when a lot of people go full-time doing this they'll like give themselves a schedule every day to follow just to like help stay productive but I feel like over time you kind of like are more relaxed about that and like with this career you kind of just do what's important that day like some days are admin days and I sit at the computer all day or some days are like shoot days or travel days and like I won't I won't even look at the computer that day and it's just like you kind of just do what comes up when it comes up and I think like at first I would give myself a schedule and a plan but then I would get stressed out because I wasn't I didn't have enough time to complete everything so then I kind of switched my mindset to more of like a go with the flow and I'll just write down my list to do and when I have time to get those things done on my list I'll do them but like other things will have priority so like if we're shooting I'm obviously not gonna like have my computer with me and be answering emails at the same time because that would be less productive so it's like if we're shooting I'm like okay I won't be able to respond to emails you know until later this evening which is fine but it's like I try not to stress myself out that way and I kind of just like let the day set itself up for me and like you know I have my to-do list for the week and then I just figure out where my empty time slots are and then I try to like fill it in with those to-do lists but I'm a big to-do list gal same we have to like write everything down and we will like text each other like bullet points or things that we (laughs) We need to do (laughs) just to like make sure we stay on top of everything because you know going back to multiple streams of income we're trying to build this up so we have you know the podcast we have our clubhouses that we're running we have the facebook group that's involved with that we have our individual socials yep our event company bloggers by the beach so we do that like it's a lot it's a lot of fun but it's a lot it's a lot it is truly like everything that I've ever wanted when literally you know like my number one thing was like I just wanted every day to be different I didn't want every day to be the same and literally every week is packed and so different like we so they're not in Malibu one week and then the next week we can just be at our desks like working really hard hustling and then the next week we can be going on like a brand vacation or something like that so it's really yeah I think that's actually one of my favorite parts is like no two days are the same and like usually like I'll set up my Mondays to be like admin days but like if there's a brand event you bet I'll be in LA like at that event you know so then it's like you have to switch up your week which is fine I just like will prep for that on Sunday and make sure I have all my emails set to go out you know Monday morning before I leave and then you know you just kind of like I feel like you just get into your own rhythm and groove of everything and then it just like works sounds like we're just like trying to like sell you on it but it's just genuinely like we have so many good things to say about it so I think the last thing too under working really hard is just knowing your worth and fighting for yourself like no one's gonna fight harder for you than you and it's like when you are negotiating with brands like talk to other girls about rates like talk to your friends with similar followings like what are they charging what are they getting paid for brand deals who are they working with and try to figure out what you can charge because obviously the more money you can make on a collaboration the better you're going to feel about your monthly totals and I think it just comes down to being confident and knowing your worth when you are talking to brands that way if it's something that's too low like you don't take it because you feel like oh my gosh I need this money to like feel comfortable this month like you feel okay saying no to opportunities that don't serve you and I think like you learn so much about yourself in this industry and really just fighting for yourself and like not really caring what other people think in so many aspects whether it's like shooting content in very public locations like we literally don't care we know shame don't see honestly when we're shooting it's like no one else is in the room even if we're like literally with so many people like we just don't see them yeah I think wow that was a lot that That was was like a lot of information I hope I really really hope this helps you guys because I 
wish there was something like this when we started. Like the amount of resources there are out there with like Clubhouse and TikTok and YouTube and podcasts. There's just so much information out there. Like you can just learn so much now. And like when we started, there was nothing. It was so like hush hush. Like people don't really talk about it. Yeah, we were pretty lost and (laughs) it's just like we were just charging so low and it's just like so amazing to make these connections in the industry like before you make the leap because then you can really talk to other girls see what they're charging see what they're making and kind of just get an idea of like the full potential or like you know the potential money that you can make yeah because yeah no one used to talk about this stuff it was fend for yourself type of thing so we are breaking that and yeah that's just why we made this podcast and we hope that this episode helped someone who is thinking about going full-time or just doesn't even know where to start or what kind of things to consider there's just so much opportunity in space and especially as the industry continues to grow like more brands are gonna start working with influencers and you know having influencer marketing teams and yeah so it's just like so crazy like even when we started it was like what two three years ago the industry has changed so much since then so I can't even imagine what it's gonna look like for the next two to three years so yeah and if you're listening to this podcast and I know someone out there is and you're thinking okay like that sounds amazing but the industry is so saturated let me just tell you right now it is not you can absolutely make it in this industry if you start today from nowhere like you can just skyrocket anyone can people just like come out of nowhere and just blow up literally girls with like 3k or even 5k charge like what i was charging at like 10k you know it's just like the industry is always changing and micro influencers are so huge because they have such a great connection with their audience that like brands really like that and value that and so there's so many opportunities and you know even if they aren't all paid and some of them are gifted you can build relationships with those brands and then you know as you continue to grow then they'll look to you for paid partnerships and it's just a really really cool journey yeah but yeah hopefully this helps you guys or inspires you or gives you some sort of confidence or you can anything do it. it's not to too go, saturated to start full time if that's what you really want to do and pursue like there's just so many amazing content creators out there and I feel like we just get so inspired by so many so hopefully we can inspire you and again our dms are always open you guys can ask us questions questions or join us on our clubhouses and ask questions there too we love to answer your questions and help you guys out yeah clubhouse is pretty much our live podcast which (laughs) is amazing because you literally can just like interrupt us or or, like just raise your hand and ask a question right then and there and get our like honest opinion and we like will go off on our opinions so yeah feel free to join us on there our facebook group the influence community in all caps search that on facebook and just request to join and i think that's it thank you guys so much for listening if you made it to the end of this like you guys are the real ones we love you and appreciate your support so much we're still trying to like get the hang of this whole podcast thing it's just like such a different world like danielle was just telling me these things that she learned earlier today and i was just like oh my god i would not even think of that but it's fine it's like really fun to learn something new and yeah so i think the whole thing is like um subscribe to our podcast leave us a review rate us five stars if you love us (laughs) something like that i don't know we're still doing that but anyways we love you guys so much thank you for listening along today and we will see you in our next episode yeah bye guys Target has laundry day covered because they offer a great selection of concentrated Tide Pods to help with all your laundry needs. Tide Pods clean, freshen, and help rejuvenate your clothes with odor fighters and stain removers. Did you know Tide Pods clean better than the leading liquid bargain detergent? Tide Pods are powerful enough to make your whites white and your brights bright, even in cold water. Just toss in one Tide Pod for small loads, two for medium, three for large. It's that easy. For great value and convenient pickup options, get Tide Pods today at Target. 
I'm your voice of confidence, and let's start our business. Well, I- I'm self-doubt, and I don't think so. Come on. With LegalZoom, it's just a few steps. Fine. I'm in. LegalZoom. Now you're in business. LegalZoom is not a law firm or a substitute for an attorney.